have you heard about the brand new Fast and the Furious movie? It stars Vin Diesel, The Rock, and President Donald Trump. <laughs> that's the that's the as the angry limo driver. Uh, this is the Catriot Podcast, and we begin here momentarily. <laughs> What's up? This is the Catriot Podcast, and my name is Mark Kay. And um, all right, so <laughs> yet yeah, they you want to talk about desperation? Love, I've never. This is a new level of desperation on the uh, part of the president of the uh, the uh, part of the January 6th committee's investigation into the former president of the United States um Donald Trump. Now, here's the deal. There was not supposed to be a hearing yesterday. It was a surprise hearing, not an emergency hearing. It was a surprise hearing. And surprise hearings usually mean that they're trying to I don't know, they're trying to release information that maybe hasn't been vetted or they're trying to in this case investigate a uh, or a question a um witness who may not be the most trustworthy or knowledgeable or sane anyway they they don't want anyone preparing they don't want the media to prepare they want it to be a shock and that that's what they did with this woman they brought up yesterday a uh, a woman who was Mark Meadows aide um, she was a Mark Meadows aide, and she alleged Cassidy Hutchinson, by the way, is her name. She's a former White House aide to Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, and she was there to describe unhinged fits of rage by President Trump. However, the problem is the big smoking gun was hearsay on her part. She didn't even she didn't even witness uh, half of what she talked about in one part of her testimony. She said that a Secret Service agent later told her that Donald Trump was angry about being blocked from going to the Capitol building. So Donald Trump lunged at the Secret Service agent, moved to try and grab the steering wheel of the presidential SUV, and then uh, was subdued or was stopped by the Secret Service agent and then yelled something to the effect of, quote, I'm the effing president. Take me to the Capitol now. Now, again, she was not in the limousine. She was not in the SUV. She was not with the president at the time. She was not with the Secret Service agent. She said, I had a conversation with a Secret Service agent. And here's what the Secret Service agent told me. Uh, that Donald Trump was really mad and that he wanted to, that he wanted to lunge for the wheel. And I guess... I guess this 75-year-old man at the time, was he 75, 74? I guess this 74-year-old man at the time in a, in, a, in a full suit was going to subdue a trained, much younger, armed Secret Service agent in a bulletproof vehicle that has a partition and a machine gun, take over that vehicle, drive it through the crowds to the Capitol building by himself uh, to stop the certification of the ballots. That, I guess, is her story. The only problem is she didn't witness it. There's no video evidence of it. There's no testimony from the driver or the the Secret Service agent. In fact, they're ready to testify that it's all different. But the fact of the matter is the January 6th committee is making up stories once again. I mean, this is the equivalent of Ferris Bueller's Day Off when the girl says, my best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend, brother's girlfriend, heard this guy who knows this kid that who's going with this girl who saw Ferris pass out at the 31 Flavors last night. I mean, that's exactly that's exactly what this is. Only it's not a witty 
John Hughes movie from the 80s. It is sworn testimony on Capitol Hill in front of a January 6th committee, which is just so angry at the fact that Donald Trump's popularity continues, continues. It's on the rise, but it also is continuing and they just can't believe it. They are trying to do anything at all, trying to do anything at all to uh, make sure people know that he's he's crazy. There's also other stories. She, that's not all. There's also other stories, she said. Uh, the sworn testimony Tuesday offered a dramatic glimpse. This is from MSN uh, of what former President Donald Trump is allegedly allegedly. That's the word uh, you need to keep in mind. there, like in private. Uh, this time, several of the flare-ups came during the 187 minutes when the then-president was out of public view, blah, 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 blah. Uh, let me get to the dishes part. So, oh, here she goes. She goes, he would get into these narcissistic outrages where he was screaming and yelling at no one in particular. This is her testimony. He was always yelling and screaming. Oh, I'm sorry, that's John F. Kelly, Trump's chief of staff. Hold on, I gotta make sure. To get him into one of those rages was not unusual. Where's the part with the plates? Hang on, let me find that. Plates, smashing plates, flipping tablecloths, shouting expletives. There was something about ketchup too. I want to make, I may be on the wrong article. Here we go. Uh, there, she hears, this is back to Cassidy Hutchinson. She recounted Trump's earlier reaction to then Attorney General William P. Barr telling the Associated Press that there was no widespread fraud affecting the outcome of the election. Here's her quote. There was ketchup dripping down the wall, and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. The valet, pardon me, had articulated that the president was extremely angry at the attorney general's AP interview and had thrown his lunch against the wall, which was causing them to have to clean it up. So I grabbed a towel and started wiping the ketchup off the wall to help the valet out. She added that Trump's eruption in the dining room was not unique that there was, were several times when she worked in the West Wing when Trump threw and broke his place settings. On a trip in 2019 to Jamestown, Virginia, Trump was in a covered outdoor tunnel walking to an event when he opened a Diet Coke and the fizzy soda started spraying on him. According to a person who witnessed the episode, the person said Trump grew so disgusted and angry that he swore and hurled the Diet Coke across the tunnel. It just went everywhere, the person said, and someone had to go over and clean it up. Uh, I mean, look, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know that any of this I've seen. I've seen angrier behavior from my own parents, uh, usually when they were married and, and directed toward each other. But again, this is all just this is all just hearsay. She didn't see Donald Trump throw the plate against the wall. She didn't see him throw the Diet Coke can. She didn't hear this is all hearsay on her part. She just keeps going on, um, on and on with these stories that don't actually jive that there's no proof of. Notice, by the way, the important part of the ketchup story is the ketchup itself, because Donald Trump has been publicly derided by many a gourmand. He's been publicly accused by many an, a high uh, elite aficionado to to eat like a slovenly, lowly unrefined person. He prefers cheeseburgers. He likes his steak well done. He uses ketchup. I even, in fact, interviewed uh, Curtis Stone once, who was on The Apprentice, and he said that Donald Trump used ketchup on his steak. And it, I mean, with but it was like a vitriolic statement. It wasn't just, oh yeah, Donald Trump puts ketchup on his steak. It was like, this man puts ketchup on his steak as if he'd, you know, as if he flipped God the bird. Or, or, you know, or like uh, slapped a nun. I don't even know. 
I don't even know what the worst thing. What is is it worse to flip the God the bird or slap a nun or or you know spank a yeah, we should probably we'll just stop there. Uh, but anyway, it was a really bad thing. And it's just, you know, the way the guy, the way the guy decides to eat food. My I know people, my daughter and my my sister actually, they enjoy ketchup in their mac and cheese, which personally makes me want to vomit. But are they bad people because of it? No. I mean, my sister's a bad person, but for a totally different reason. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. She's not she's not a bad person. She just has the interesting uh style. We'll just go with that. Um but back back to Donald Trump. Okay, so again, all of the also. If you go back through the cockles and annals of history, uh, you're going to find that a lot of presidents and a lot of world leaders and, in fact, a lot of, you know, local leaders and domestic leaders, they also uh, have fits of rage and anger. They're very passionate people. You have to you have to have passion to go into politics. You have to be able to, um, you know, you have to be able to freely express yourself and not worry about what happens. If you throw a Diet Coke can, I mean, I I'll be I think I've done that. I think, didn't I throw, I think I may have thrown a stapler. No, I'm sorry. When I was a producer for another morning show years ago, the host of that morning show threw a stapler at my head. Now, he was just angry in general. I'm sorry, that's not true. I know this, I remember the story now. I was in the studio, standing in front of the window where the actual, like the full-time executive producer and phone screener sat. And the host was angry with the producer in the in the uh, little soundproof room was di- had was dissatisfied with his performance or was he was uh, being ignored was trying to get his attention and after several attempts verbally to get his attention he was so frustrated he picked up a stapler and he threw it at the window of course i was in between him and the window luckily i ducked the stapler smashed against the window shattered staples went everywhere uh, you know, the good news is I was not harmed. The even better news is it got the producer's attention. Um, and nobody ever thought, oh, here, this guy has anger issues or this guy is a bad person or, uh, you know, everything. It was just it was just, you know, something that happens when you get angry. And again, passionate, creative people have that kind of reaction. But again, there's no proof of this. I would like the valet to testify. Although, let's be honest, <laughs> whether, whether I would like, I'd actually, I'd, I would watch that. If the valet came in to testify about the ketchup dri- dripping down the wall, that's something I'd like to see. I would like the Secret Service agent from the vehicle that Donald Trump supposedly tried to take by force to rush to the Capitol building. I would like to see these people on the stand and I would like to hear their stories firsthand. And then I definitely want to see it turned into a movie uh, where Donald Trump gets so angry he's throwing plates and uh, and commandeering limousines um, from heavily armed and trained uh, government agents. Anyway, we're going to we're going to definitely th- the point of this whole thing. The point of all this is that they've got their Hollywood screenwriters. They've got their Hollywood screenwriters working overtime. They've got the creative forces in the Democrat Party. Just they are cranking out material. You know, they realize every single day that nothing they're doing and nothing they're saying is garnering any attention. Nobody's watching them. Nobody cares about them. Nobody believes them. Nobody's turning against Donald Trump. And in fact, if you look at what happened yesterday in all the primaries, there were, I think there were 12 uh, Trump candidates. Hang on, let me make sure that's right. I think there were 12 Trump candidates yesterday. He made 17 endorsements in recent weeks, but I think all 12 that he endorsed yesterday, uh, I I think he won all of them. Let me just check. I think Breitbart had it. Let me just check that quickly. Trump endorsed candidates go perfect 12-0 in Tuesday's primary. So maybe her, maybe throwing plates and ketchup against the wall works. You know, maybe commandeering a car, maybe that works. 
I mean, maybe that's, that's the, uh, maybe that's what people want. I'm going to be honest with you. I would rather have a president who can lift a plate and throw it against the wall than one who, who dribbles food onto himself because he can barely lift, you know, hold his fork. I would rather a president who can commandeer a heavily armored vehicle from a, from a government agent than one who can't even ride a bicycle without falling off of it. So if those are my choices, you know, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Trump every single time uh, and twice on Tuesday. Which I know I, you can only pick him once unless you're a Democrat, then he can pick him twice or three times. Uh, anyway, listen, we got uh, so much more coming up on the Mark K show. Also yesterday in our locals group, by the way, this locals live stream that we did was phenomenal. Hannah and I sat down and we did our live stream and we had some technical difficulties. So we had to like literally sit next to each other, which was kind of awkward. Um, but we had a, we had the camera, we had the microphones and we did like a 30 minute Q&A live stream, just shooting the breeze, telling stories, talking about stuff, interacting. Had about, I want to say like 50 or 60 people join us. And it was phenomenal. Now, after the live stream, just so you know, it lives on. So if you missed the live stream, it's there now for you to go watch. However, keep in mind, as always, it's um, this is a supporter only post. We have a lot of stuff that's not for supporters. We have a lot of stuff that's for the general public. All you have to do is is get yourself a um, get yourself a uh, get yourself a, uh, you know, a, a um, an account. And then but as, as far as everybody else goes, um, if you're a supporter, you have access to the premium uh, products and the premium content and this was premium content and if you if you doubt me i mean i'm telling you it's worth the five bucks just to watch this first one and this is the first of many we're going to do it twice a month so uh really excited about it anyway go to markk.locals.com markk.locals.com and enjoy it for yourself